I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Guild of City Adventures. Um, we're continuing the uh, uh, adventure that you probably saw two weeks ago. Um, we had to take a week off of recording uh, for illness but uh we're we're back better than ever um and yeah we're jumping uh right back in with where we left our heroes but don't forget to like comment and subscribe to the youtube channel follow the podcast leave us a rating follow us on social media at rollers guild dnd that is on twitter instagram and tiktok while those all those three social media platforms remain running um <laughs> and if that changes we will tell you um every day every day it seems like the next day might be the last one for uh good old twitter but it keeps hanging on don't check your news alerts check rollers guild dnd uh-huh you heard um, it here folks every you've... monday yeah uh except recently it hasn't been every monday but it's fine hey yeah, if folks... this happens on a tuesday you have to wait until we tell you <laughs> yeah. About monday. yeah yeah uh this yeah. is how i get my news so oh my god that's crazy well anyway let's go ahead and jump on in to tonight's episode Last time, uh, our heroes of Rodax, the newest uh, uh, group of heroes working for the Black Staff to keep Waterdeep safe from magical uh, harm, uh, were sent over to the home of a gentleman named Vassal. And Vassal informed them that a friend of his, Marcos Delphi, had been acting strangely. Uh, as of late, and had stolen a book from him, the Celestial Codex. Um, the book contained ritual information that, if in the wrong hands, could be used to summon an entity from beyond the stars that, you know, could be, let's say, bad for the people of Waterdeep. Um mm. So the group have been high have been uh, uh, sent to Marcos's uh, mansion outside of town, um, the Delphi uh, mansion, and they have been investigating it. During the course of their investigation, they managed to get in um, relatively quickly uh, and almost immediately beelined for the third floor where they met a formerly human mage named Zala, who was transformed into a Nothic by Marcos's experimentation with this eldritch entity named Krokulmar. Um, Zala told them that she would give them information if they retrieved for her a star map 
from elsewhere up on the third floor. And so that is what the party went off to do. Um, they did have to fight the horrifically transfigured form of the former butler, uh, but they managed to defeat said butler, and that is where we are picking up. Uh, of course, our good friend Krug wasn't with the party um, when they first ventured here, uh, but as combat ends, the uh, uh, dead, transfigured body of the former butler on the floor, the doors and windows of this room uh, have sprouted teeth and chomp at anybody trying to get through them. Krug uh, pops in, uh, having finally caught up with the party. Oh, do I just find them? I'm yeah. not, I don't you've have You've been to make following their trail. Oh. Nope, you've been following their trail. Krug leaps in through the window of the, of the third floor, bursts in through that hole in the in the in the, yeah, the in the, the roof. roof. Yeah, I will say, uh, Krug, as you join the party in this room, uh, uh, I I do need you to make a dexterity saving throw to avoid the door teeth. Oh my god! Don't uh, go through the door. Down on you. Okay. I got a 16. 16 is going to be good enough. You take no damage from the door teeth as the doors try to chomp you. Um, Look at Krug! Uh, Krug, where you been? Since when do doors, like, try to eat you? What's going on here? Since 30 minutes ago. That's that's not good. But I've been making coffins, you know. Work's been busy this week. I mean, this is my job, too, but Lots of people have died. Uh, oh dear. Yeah. Is yeah, I there... didn't need to be a downer. What do you need? I'm ready. Let's go. All I need is you, Krug. Thank goodness you're here. I killed a man with our pretzels. You with our wow. I'm... You okay? Yeah, that's really it's there impressive. And that's in his head. Yeah, you, Krug. You look. You look down at the at this like dead horrible, horrific monster with these, like, long hooks uh, at the end of its arms, and you see embedded in the front of its skull is a stale piece of pretzel from, you know, weeks ago uh, on your first adventure as a team, uh, embedded in its skull. Uh Wow. Uh Well, that's, yeah, I'm really glad you took that pretzel. I'm really impressed you were able to use it as a weapon. Ah, Yikes. Thanks, Greg. Give me more. I don't, yo, I always stop whenever the pretzel person, yeah, here. Incredible. Can you just throw them through the door? I, I'm not entering that room. Oh, yeah, here. <laughs> oh, so Krug pushed past. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you were in the room. Um, great. So, yeah, you guys are in this, uh, big, the biggest room in the, uh, south, on the south side of the the third floor. Um, and the Zala's map is in the south, in the room in the southwest corner, but obviously you've got those other two rooms if you want to check those out. Um, what are y'all doing? I have to go through that door, don't I? Uh, I think... Because we're looking for specifically the map that might be in the southwest, I'm uh, Maurice is just gonna roll roll a dexterity and try to get through the door. Sure. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, Maurice, uh, you're able to uh, go over there, make your dexterity check. Too many windows. Um, it's not. Is a dexterity save or just dexterity save? Okay, so it's a a nineteen. Nineteen is good enough. You are able to like as the door is closed, but as you like. You reach for the handle very slowly, and you turn it and push and yank your hand away before it chomps closed on you. Um, uh, the old turn and push. Uh, yeah, you now see um, this room uh, uh, is absolutely covered in star maps. Like these star map scrolls have been roll have been unrolled and are like all over the floor and uh, uh, plastered to the walls um, and all sorts of things. And as you open the door, you see this uh, uh, translucent form of an elf um, ghost, a ghost of an elf is sort of floating around, like just muttering incoherently, like looking around at the maps. Hello. That constellation, and then this constellation in our life, and then it will create the. Excuse us. Uh, doesn't seem to acknowledge your presence. Hmm. Uh, can Maurice enter the room? And... Maurice can enter the room. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna start taking maps off the walls. Um, as soon as you start taking down one of the map, uh, one of the maps. Uh, the ghost turns to you and says, Touch that! We have your attention. Oh, good. I thought... Sorry, I, forgot, I have to talk like Maurice. Oh, good. You're able to interact with the living. Do you remove your hand from the map that you no, are touching? I, I, keep, I, keep, I keep trying to tear it off. Um, don't... So if you keep messing with the maps, what are you, you will do? not. Uh, that's a great question. Hey, Maurice, can you quickly just roll initiative for me? Sure. Let's start casting detect magic in the other room. Uh, that's a twenty-one for initiative. Twenty-one, great. Um, so you are not surprised. As the ghost attempts to possess you, um, I do need a charisma saving throw. Things are getting too ghosty on this channel. Oh, good! I get a Lots plus. I get a plus zero to charisma saving throws. All right, seventeen. That'll do it. As the ghost like fade tries to like phase into your body. Um, you like resist the effect and the ghost like is buffeted away. Um that's how it is, huh? If you try to steal my maps, I will wreak vengeance upon you. Who are you? I am far in hell, and these are my maps. Okay. Are you using them right now? I need them. For what? I need them. That's not an answer. I need them. Um, 
make an arcana check for me. He's getting crazier. 16? 16, I'll, I'll say you know enough to understand that ghosts typically are not um fully self-aware they they are bound to whatever their unfinished business is whatever their task is um with some rare exceptions uh, very occasionally certain ghosts or you know in certain realms ghosts may behave differently but generally speaking the way ghosts behave is they have like just one thing that they are obsessed with and they cannot really connect in ways outside of that one thing um so you feel like trying to get additional information out of this guy is maybe not gonna go super well all right i'm going to switch gears then and ask <laughs> literally yeah. But um, to a lower gear. Um, <laughs> uh, how can I help you? I need to. I need to. I need to. I need to find the alignment. The alignment of constellations. If I can, if I can solve which which constellations need to be in alignment, then I can finally finish, finally finish the greatest star chart that was ever made. Oh, okay. That seems easy enough. I am going to touch your maps, but only with your permission to help align them. Make a persuasion check for me. Can the doors be burned? Persuasion. Try. Persuasion was a 15. Persuasion was a 15. Okay. No. You can try, but I doubt a novice such as yourself could could complete my life's work. Well, it seems you don't have much life left. So, I will try something. Um, <laughs> uh, Maurice, I think, is just going to pop out of his suit and as a little mouse, because he's sure. a little bit closer to the paper, he's just going sure. to try to just figure it out. Yeah. Um. Great. Uh, go ahead, we're gonna call this, um... An astrology check. Yeah. Um, it's some kind of intelligence check. I think we're, I think we'll go with Arcana again. Um, so go ahead and make an Arcana check. While Maurice is working on this, what is everybody else doing? What else is in the room? Uh, the star map room is, the way I described it, it's just plastered in maps. 
um, with the exception of oh, two windows, one in the west wall, one in the south wall. I'm going to try to burn the doors so I can get through because I'm not going through while there are chompy chomp bits. I will burn down the house before I cross through this doorway. Okay, yeah, go ahead. If you want to try to burn down the doors, what are you What are you casting? I guess I have to firebolt it yeah. over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to shock and grasp it. That's too close. Yeah. And Krog, like, take turns with his great axe. Like, you, you live, light on fire. I, like, hack off the burned bits. Sure, I will need a duo. I will need another um another dexterity saving throw from you if you're doing this. I love that the assumption that there won't be just another mouth. Well, we don't know. I mean, there will be, but we don't know. <laughs> I got 17. 17 is good enough. Um yeah, you know, you manage because, uh, Tador, you're still in the room, kind of in the center of the third floor, right? Um, yeah, I'm going for the main double doors to get yeah. into the main room first. You manage to burn the wood where the um, the hinges are, um, and I assume you're using Sculpted Spell not to set the house on fire. Um, you know, <laughs> I will earnestly tell you that it had not occurred to me. But probably, if I see that it's starting to burn the house down, yeah. I'll control it then. Sure, sure. Um, so between that and Krug's axe, uh, you are able to remove the double doors. Um, however, the mouth is still there. Uh, it does not seem to be... It is both in this plane of existence and not at the same time. Um, okay, Krug, I have another yeah. idea. Okay. If you're willing to hear me out. Yeah. This could take a long time. Do you have extra nails on you and a hammer? Because I'm thinking, uh -huh. if you were to build me a little coffin and I just like walk through the door, if you leave the outside like open, we can make like a tunnel that I can just like zip through the doorway and it's only gonna chop the coffin. Oh my God. Like I a kitty door. I mean, I've been able to just jump through these doors. I could like jump to the other side, scoop you up, jump back in, or we can like explore a different part of the floor if we That's don't need to be in this room with the others. But, um, I probably should have those things on me, but I didn't put them on my character sheet. I probably would have them, though. Especially if you didn't Yeah, you probably would have nails and, and a hammer on There are floorboards. We could rip those up and use them. Great. Okay, we'll say you start that process. Maurice, <laughs> what did you get on your Arcana check? <laughs> 23. 23. That is quite good. Um, yeah, you are looking around and you, you know, sometimes when you're really 
involved in something, you have a hard time spotting the obvious uh, solution um, because you're so in the weeds. And sometimes when that happens, you just need someone to bring in fresh eyes, take a look at things. And Maurice, in this instance, you are those fresh eyes for this uh, little elven, little, little tiny fresh eyes uh, for this elven researcher, this, this dead elven researcher. You, you know a little bit about stars, um, not a ton, but you do know a lot about patterns uh, because you're an engineer, you're an artificer. Um, and you are able to align the patterns in the various constellations and star maps and eventually assemble, you know, by moving things around, assemble this final version. Uh, we will say this does take the better part of like an hour and a half probably to do, um, but you succeed in aligning the these star maps and uh foreign hell uh looks at the finished at your finished work and says of course it was thank you yeah i mean you were you were real close i mean i just honestly i just taped them together that was the problem you just had them all over the place i mean i mean honestly really all about you man you got this down you you really did you really did your best here yeah, i would say your life's work it was put into this imagine you died trying to solve this a mouse in a robot suit comes into your home <laughs> and solves it in an hour and a half solves it instantly i mean i think um, about that constantly so. uh I appreciate it. And now my life's work is complete. Thank you. And he fades away. And now, Maurice, uh, you are able to, having worked with these star maps for the last hour and a half, you're able to yank up the uh, uh, map of the constellation of the Great Snake. And just because it's funny, as you emerge from the star map room, Krug has just finished creating a little coffin to bring Theodore oh. into the room with. Uh, I, I imagine, like, Maurice is, like, at, like up, but his head, his, his head flap's still up. Mm -hmm. So, he goes, um, we're good. We're done. All right? We can just, yeah. Why, who, who, who put the hole there? We needed supplies. For the coffin? Yeah. It was good wood. I mean, yeah. yeah Never happen? say no to good wood. That's that's what I say. Sam the player always says that, but yeah. What are you going to use it for now? The coffin? Yeah. Well, you raise an interesting question. You could store fresh grain in there. Uh, your snack. Honestly, if it's so small, it's just a cute wooden backpack at this point. That's true. For pretzels. For pretzels. Now that is smart. Put a, a bag of holding in there. Cloth. You're good. 
I heard that the guy from In Tandem put a portable hole in his cloak. We could probably put something like that in there. And his DM has regretted it ever since. <laughs> well, okay, since we don't... If you guys come come on through, like, we don't have to test it then. Yeah. I've been holding down the fort out here. Mm. Same. Yeah. Yeah. No, it looks great. You guys, I mean, mm-hmm. nothing looks like it's changed except for the hole, but... Yeah, great job. Thanks. Does the mouth let you out? Only one way to find out. All right. Uh, As you go through any dexterity saving throws um, from folks. I got, okay, am I doing it just from the mouth of the star room or was I already out? You have to make two from the star room into the main room and then from the main room into the central room where Theodore is. Everybody else only has to make one, except Theodore has to make zero. From the star room to the main room was a 12. And from the oh, main. Good. Oh, you're stuck. I got a nine. You're stuck. I got a 12. Okay. What did you get for this second one, Maurice? I got a 17. Okay. So you only take damage on the first one. So, Maurice, as you emerge from the star room, um, you take. Ooh, that was a pretty good roll. Uh, no, you take six piercing damage. Oh, um, and then, uh, but then you're fine as you make it back to the room where Theodore is. Uh, Krug, as you go from the main room to the room where Theodore is, you take four piercing damage. Oh, and Alora, you take six piercing damage. Oh my god, are you guys okay? What about the paladin? Or do they not exist currently? We... I forget their name. Uh, wait. Corey. Corey. (laughs) That was that one. Sorry, Zuzu. Corey Corey died! Uh, Corey takes four points of damage. Corey became... Just make make sure to inform Zuzu when she arrives (laughs) that... Corey took four points of damage. Yes, I have a Laura. question. So I had a little bit of damage while we were sitting there, but it took an hour. Can I have a short rest and spend a hit deck? Well, here's the thing. I also could use, I should have, instead of focusing on the coffin, I should have been, you know, studying or something, but priorities. So we um, take a moment. Y'all could choose to take a short rest right now if you want to. There's nothing stopping you from doing it. Um, just a little breather. I mean, it Is seems it even... that we're safe right now. Yeah. I mean, I can, like, watch over you. I don't need to take a short rest. You're so strong. My god. Just that last door really, really got me. Yeah, that looked really gnarly. Yeah. Short rest? Just, like, lay out our map, figure out where we're going next. Have some breath holes. Yeah. Yeah. Are these all around? Good? They're new. I got fresh ones. Oh, you got new ones. I always get fresh ones. I mean, I am very impressed that Teodor held on to one long enough that it was able to be used as a weapon. But these are... I I may have stolen some off of you at some point. I got them for the group. No stealing involved. Krug, 
Where have you been my entire life? I don't know, man. I don't want to go anywhere without you. Um, yeah, you guys can take a short rest, lay out the map, come up with a game plan. Um, obviously, you're going to take, I assume, you're going to take the Great Snake Constellation map back to Zala to get the uh, secret passage for yeah. um, the secret door in the basement. But yeah. um, beyond that, uh, you know, you've got the map in front of you. So, you know, if you guys want to make any plans, uh, feel free to talk those out while you're on your short rest. All right. Did I take the... Oh, excuse me. The star map back. Yeah, and then didn't... What was it, Zala? Yeah. Uh, Say there was something going on in the basement? Yeah. Yes. So I think yeah. it's probably... Maybe we break a hole from the third floor down to the second floor, down to the first floor, then all the way down to the basement and just jump, you know. You well, know, the surprise attack really well. Just like cannonball it. Yeah. If we go off the roof where the hole was, we probably, with our combined weight, we'll probably break through the floor. It's an old mansion. Um, I will say, I do think that we still get hurt falling. Oh, right. Oh, you guys, you have squishy exoskeletons. Mm -hmm. That's I mean, right. Technically, there's, there's you a... do too. You're yeah. just like in a metal thing. Yeah. Do you have like padding We used the stairs to get up here. Yes, we can very easily <laughs> use them to get stairs. back down. We didn't <laughs> run into anything on the stairs, so. <laughs> I don't think that's... Although, we don't know how to get to the basement. We'll have to poke around on the first floor a little bit because the stairs only take us to the first floor. Maybe Zala would tell us. That's true. Random. Wait, There's they're in this room with us, aren't Ooh. they? No, you're not in the room with Zala yet. Oh, we should oh, have done okay. that. <laughs> That's um, there. It looks like there's stairs in this back top, or like on the first floor, mm -hmm. back right corner. It looks like there's stairs that go to the basement. Oh. So we That's might have true. to fight something getting from the stairs on one side to the stairs on the other side, but mm. we don't have to cannonball through the floor. Well, we know that the middle room, the, the armor, suits of armor things are done. Right. Unless the other two are going to be enchanted now. Oh, Krug, you missed it. Really could have used you. Yeah. I understand coffins are important. I'm well, I don't know. Is there... No, there isn't really another way that we could get through there. I can slip through. So that, that door on the east side, in that place that looks like there's a fireplace. Mm-hmm. And then that north. Great. And if we see opportunity to, like, take things along the way, right. Think, like axes. I feel like that should be our move. Like, we don't leave a place until we've taken an axe. Their calling card. Yeah. What a way to, what a way to build an armory, but uh, also maybe theft. I mean, we'll, we'll play it by ear. I that, mean, like, that's okay well, if you do is it, it right. Is it, it just... really theft if they're evil and the head of a cult? 
is it strictly speaking just adventures or is that like you we, we go to like you know a dinner and we have to find an axe before we leave the restaurant like is it see before this adventures was like a hawk tried to eat me so like <laughs> everything's an adventure so we just need to keep collecting axes maybe but like every time we do a job for names blinking the black staff black staff yeah that one um then we steal an axe but if we do right. normal everyday stuff we don't the steal theft, an axe theft is in the eye of the beholder no it's in the eye of the law and but here's the thing all right hear me out if i want something yeah right and uh -huh. you don't want it in that moment why don't i take it because i want it well that's that's still you theft. don't want it in the moment here's, and if you want it you can steal it back from me here's the thing i don't <laughs> always want you know my bed i sometimes don't want it in a moment because well frankly it's just a pillow of cotton but you know I still would be upset if you took it from me. So well, you could take it back then. If you now, when you realize that you want it, you can take it back. Well, I don't know where it is. If you will say to... this has been long enough for you to get your short rest in. Um, <laughs> as, as much as I'd love to watch the two rodents continue to argue back and forth about uh, what stealing is, um, rodent morals. Yeah. Um, you finish your short rest, and uh, where are you going next? Are you going back to Zala immediately, yes. or are you checking anything else out? Well, do we? I mean, I want it's... to check things out, but if there are mouths on doors, we are not fucking with that. All right, I'm going to go open a different door. All right, which door? <laughs> Is there um, a mouth on the door? North, east. Northeast. Okay. I'll hold Firebolt to shoot the teeth if they appear. <laughs> All right. Good call. Um, yeah. You uh open the door into the northeast room. This is a very large chamber. Um, and you see this is a bathroom. Uh, you see a raised marble tub, uh, occupying the center of the larger portion of the room. Um, near it are two marble sinks with oval mirrors mounted above them, a fireplace, and a small table against the east wall that has a colorful collection of bottles atop it. Uh, you also do see, uh, pipes, um, attaching the tub and the sinks. See, these pipes go up through the ceiling. Ooh. Um... And then uh, you also notice in here that there is a, um, uh, you see that there is a sort of, the, you know how attics have the, like, pull-down ladder mm -hmm. thing? Uh, you are on the attic side of that. So you see the pull-down ladder in, like, 
in the upward position that appear that seems to can be opened into the room below. In a bathroom? Yep. I don't even think Artemis would do that. Whoa. No no teeth on the door? No teeth on the door. Okay. Yet. Go through if there's no teeth on the door. I do want to check out those shiny bottles. Yeah. Uh, you go over to the shiny bottles. Um, as you approach them, you see there's uh, four of them. Um, and they ha they even, like, because you're a raccoon, you can smell them even though they are um, closed. Uh, but they all have, like, various, like, pungent scents of various kinds and you would guess that this is what a human would call a perfume and or scented oil Ugh. no magical properties most likely not as far not not at first glance probably not um although you know some people are really into their perfumes and scented oils so who knows could be some coin to be made. Here's a great character idea. Someone who goes around selling like shampoos and soaps that mm. cast a sky's self to make you beautiful. That'd be good. But then they wear off after a bit. Mm, they, they have to keep coming product. back for more. Yeah. I like it. I want to do that. I buy it. <laughs> I'd waste money on that. Anyway, okay, leaving the leaving the bottles. I think you just described like a drug dealer. Yeah. Um, but other than that, there's not a ton of other points of interest in this room. Again, other than you know, you got the tub, the sinks, and the ladder that goes down. I want to pull the ladder. Okay. But I want my friends to stand away from it just in case. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You are able to, um, you know, sort of pick it and knock it, like, down. It unfolds into the room below, and immediately you get a horrible smell wafting up from inside that room. Um, and as you sort of peek your head, like, down in to see what the deal is, uh, you know, it gets worse, and this, like, fetid stench permeates this room. Uh, which is empty, save for two small bare tables standing against the west wall and an ornate rug in front of the window. Resting next to the rug is a wooden candlestick holding the melted stump of a red candle. Um, and I would love for you to roll me a d4. D4. Jesus. What did you I open? got a three. A three. Um, as you're, like, peeking your head down in this room, like, your vision kind of, like, swims, and everything in the room looks a little blurry and off. Um, as near as you can tell, there's no source for this awful smell. Does it smell like death? Because I would be very familiar. You would with that be smell. very familiar with death. It doesn't <laughs> smell. I would. You would. You would. It doesn't smell like death. <laughs> it smells. <laughs> it smells like. 
rotting um produce. Well, on the upside, I don't think anyone died here. Smells pretty good. Okay. It smells really bad though. Like it's okay. Like it's not a good meal, but like it will do. It's a meal. No, yeah, that's I'll true. I guess to Tanor and Maurice, it doesn't smell that bad. <laughs> it smells terrible. Oh, yeah. here. I'm going to take one of the shampoo bottles and just, like, smash it on the floor. That's a little better. <laughs> no, now it smells like perfume. Oh, there's, there's broken glass. Stuff. Oh. Um, I will say, like, all of you, when you look down into that room, like, everything in that room looks a little blurry. Uh, but when you are, like, looking around in the bathroom, everything looks normal. Weird. Am I just looking in, or have I, like, walked all the way up? It's, that's up to you. You're more than welcome to uh, go down the ladder or not. I'm going to do it and I kind of want to like waft it as I go to try to make it I don't know that probably won't make it less blurry but that's that's Krug's attempt yeah I'm gonna follow okay I don't necessarily yeah. want Krug going by themselves yeah the two of you clamber down the ladder into this room and as you reach uh the floor of this room nothing happens um the blurriness still remains and the the horrible smell also remains despite the broken perfume bottle on the floor now it just smells like perfume and rotting produce um so you know <laughs> like it's completely empty yeah There's you got no... those two tables and um the candle and the rice. Can I, see the, can I see the candle from the doorway up top? You you can. It looks blurry, and your friends look kind of blurry now that they're down in the room, too. Maurice, you want to light the candle? You want to light the candle? Yeah. Alright. It's um, fire. I think it'll go bad. Uh, I could just use a match. You don't have to. Oh. Uh, I can do it right now. I'll press the digitation. Uh, well, Laura, make an investigation check on the candle, and in the middle of it, the tiny stub of wick that's left will light. Um, and that somehow messes me up because I got a five. Uh, yeah, you get ah, and you drop it, and it sputters out again. <laughs> oh shit! Bad timing. Sorry, sorry. I can try again. Was the smell more powerful? No. Got... It's it not like just a bad smelling candle. Yeah. No. Doesn't mm. seem to be. Are there any doors? There is. There's a door going out of this room in the south wall. So you are, if you look at the uh, map. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I've looked at the right spot. Yeah, it's that random room on the second floor that has a right. stair noted in it. Are there teeth on that door? Nope. I'm gonna open that door. Great. Yeah, you open up that door, um, and you are able to move in, you are able to see that, uh, that door opens into 
what appears to be a gallery of some kind. You see framed portraits and alabaster busts of members of the Delphi family decorate the walls and corners of the room with facial expressions ranging from proud to um, downright haughty. Uh, four cushioned chairs surround a table in the center of the room on which is displayed an ivory dragon chest set. Um, things in this room do not look blurry. Okay. Uh, there's other doors in here, it looks like. Yeah. Yep. Do any of them have teeth? Nope. Are there any... I don't know. I'm gonna walk into the room. Okay, yeah, you go into the room. Look at the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you look at the table. Yeah, this dragon chest set looks really nice. Um, Probably worth a good chunk of money. Hmm. Is this good wood? It's probably good wood. Yeah. Theodore and Maurice, what are you doing while they're checking out this we should room. probably go with them. I think we should ro- double back and give the map to oh, that. Yeah. Oh my that god, person. we haven't given the map. No. Yeah, we don't want to go too far. I mean, like, they seem fine. I mean, Krug can handle most things. So, I'm I'm gonna run back real quick. If you want to hang out here, sure, whatever. Wait, wait, but... I definitely don't want to be alone. Right, come on. That way. Hey, hop. Huh? We could, we we could just call him back, right? Call him back, or I'll be go. You, I'll yeah, I'll be like two seconds. Just uh, where where was she? Not that I'm there, but uh, upper left corner of the third floor where the spiral staircase is. Oh. Okay, so, Maurice is gonna run do that. Okay, I'll be here. You're going to stay in the bathroom. Yep. Great. All right. Uh, so, uh, Maurice, you run over to see um, Zala again. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, it uh, uh, the... Uh, we'll say Corey is with Theodore, stays with Theodore in the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> um, but... Speak of the devils. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But, Maurice, you run over uh, to see uh, Zala again. Um, It is now, you know, it's been a couple hours since you first saw her, even though it was ended up being like a whole extra hour and change longer than initially planned. Um, But you, uh, yeah, you go over there, and Zala turns and says, Ah, yes, no, Took, took, took long longer than I than I than I expected. I expected. Didn't didn't think it was was a long long journey. But but you you you're back. Do 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 you have do you have the the the, the map of the yeah. other snake? Yep. Ah yes, excellent. excellent. What what happened to the others? Did they die gruesome deaths at the hands of the, of the butler? Um, no. Oh well, uh, that's that's good then. Yes, yes. Hmm. Uh, the the map, please. 
Uh, can I get just roll an inside check? Real yeah, quick? make an inside check. All right. That. Oh, what is my inside as the character? Um, seventeen. Seventeen. You're pretty sure she's just weird. Um. Um. Okay. Uh, Zala, it was great working with you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Ah. Yes. This map is exactly what I need. But yeah. I I I I promise I promised promised you something, didn't I? Yes. 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 It has. What what was it again that I that I promised you? It's so so hard to keep track of. Oh oh I. I was gonna say I remember. I, have, oh, I, no. I remember uh, the the <laughs> the pa the past the password for the for the secret 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 door and and when when in the wine cellar. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. When you get to the wine cellar, if you want to go deeper into the basement where where Marcos is a uh, uh, cult uh, fanatics, the the worshippers of of Crocoolmar, Cro where where they where they gather, you'll need the password. Farl. Say that one more time. Farl Rock. Farl Rock. Yes. <laughs> Fraggle Rock. <laughs> you know the the criminally underrated uh jim henson jim henson uh company uh, all right password equals fraggle rock um <laughs> what is it actually i just sent it in the okay uh borrow rock borrow yes well, it was, it, was, it was a pleasure doing business with you. Yes, uh, be mindful of the monsters. Thanks. Um, hey, just out of curiosity, any, like, other tips or anything else helpful? I mean, like, it. I became a, a novice astro astronomer to get that map for you. So is there any, you know, bonus thing you can give me or something? An axe? I've, I've told I've told you I told you what what I know. If, if, if you're looking for for a book, you can search Marcos's bedroom or or his 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 size office. Both both are on the se the second floor. Um, or or they 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 may be with him him and then the cult and the cultists beneath beneath the house. I'm not I'm not I'm not sure exactly. All right, yeah, no, that's actually that's very helpful. Thank you very much. I will see you later. Maybe I don't know. This place is kind of weird. Yeah, farewell, farewell. I. Return to my stargazing ere nightfall, and and finally find the answers in in the great snake constellation to to free me of of this curse. Yes, yes. Good yeah, luck. We are definitely burning this house down once we're done. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm thinking that um, Krug and I go look since we're on the second floor in the bedroom. Well, the other three, you're, you guys are in the bathroom. You have easy access to the second floor from the bathroom. Are you joining your friends or are you just going to let them dick around on the second floor on their own? We should probably dick around with them. I have no idea where I am. You're with Theodore right now. Great. Okay. You're with me in a bathroom. Yeah. Great. Let's go down the stairs. Okay, you guys go down into the blurry room and then join your friends who are currently investigating the gallery. Um, I'm going to jump up on Krug's shoulder. I'm getting tired of walking around. Okay. Uh, uh, Alora, you were investigating the dragon chest set. Were you planning on taking it or no? No. Okay. I'm not a thief in this one. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, you've got several other doors out of this room that you're in right now, so... I want to go to the far east one. Okay, great. Yeah, you are, um, go over to that door, um, open it up, um, and you see this room contains a bed with an ornately carved frame, a wardrobe, a writing desk, and a leather chair fireplace stands along the east wall um so uh what would you like to do bookshelf okay yeah you don't see a specific bookshelf but you can check the desk check the wardrobe you can just do a general investigation check of the room yeah i'm uh, Theodore, do you wanna do you wanna go help Alora? I would. I I was interested in the bedroom too. Yeah, totally. I mean, that fireplace looks interesting. Great. Two of you go in to join. Um. So yeah, Alora, you can take advantage with Theodore and Krug helping you. Yeah. Non-natural twenty. Non-natural twenty. Um. Okay. Couple of things. First, Theodore. You're pretty sure you could fit into the chimney of this My fireplace. Um, it goes you. It goes up and down. Obviously, um, if it goes up, uh, you're pretty sure it would connect to the fireplace in the bathroom above you. And going down, you're pretty sure would connect to a room on the first floor that you haven't been in yet. Uh, but. Uh, if if you decided to crawl through the chimney, which you don't have, Noted. um, Alora, uh, you with a twenty investigation check, um, discover uh, uh that there seems to be a bit like the headboard sort of has this uh, uh you know ornate like carving 
in it of um you know majestic creatures birds mostly on um, that you seem to think are probably like characters that are represented by constellations um and as you're investigating the headbird you find the eye of one of these creatures carved into the head uh headboard seems to be able to press in Ooh. um <coughs> do you do that i'm gonna go guys i'm gonna press a button and then I okay oh great you press the button <laughs> Uh, and I just the, wanted to warn people just in case the like wall. Yeah, and the entire bed slides sideways, um, revealing uh, a secret door. Um, opens up into a closet. You see clothing on hooks and uh, several shelves, an assortment of footwear, and, and and on a small table, you see an iron lockbox. Seems a lot for someone's wardrobe. Like yes. a closet. <laughs> um, does it look... I don't have thieves' tools or anything like that. Do I? I don't think I do. Um, but... Can I check the desk for a key? Uh, yeah, make another investigation check for me as you go back out and check for a key. Ooh, another non-natural key. Um, you check the desk pretty thoroughly. You do not find a key for the lockbox. You would imagine it is probably on Marcos. Well, that's rude. Does and anybody know like where it can break? Yeah, I don't know. Um, you would know from previous experience, experience that I believe both Theodore and Maurice have thief to thief tool proficiency. Oh. Do they have thieves? Do you guys have thieves tools? I do. I can take Maurice's. <laughs> do you want to try to unlock this? Sure thing. Alright, uh, uh, what's a thieves tool check? Thieves tools check. Uh, that is dexterity plus proficiency, since you're proficient in thieves tools. It's dexterity modifier plus, okay. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha! Not 20. Excellent. Nice. Easy enough. You jam those thieves tools in there and lickety split pop open that lockbox. Inside you find two things. A Amethyst cloak pin shaped like an eye that you imagine is worth a pretty considerable amount of money and a ring. Um, it, it's a simple, it has a very simple band, but you, you, you would suspect that there is, uh, something about it. Uh, because otherwise it would not be in this lockbox. I will... Can I investigate the ring? Yeah, make... Um, what are you trying to figure out about the ring? If there's any, like, inscriptions or, like, do an arcana check. Something along the lines of just, like, why is this ring so special? Yeah, you can make an arcana check. Go for it. That was a 22. You do get a, like, faint magical aura off of that off of the ring that you'd need 
detect magic or identify to learn more specifically about it. Okay. But magic ring. Uh, I'm going to just tell everybody what I found because Maurice has nothing to hide. Should we bring it with us? Oh, yeah. I mean, I can take a look at it. Mm. Sit for a hot minute. To identify. To identify it or detect magic on it. Great. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you I'll get in. The, I'll get on the bed. That seems cozy. Great. Perfect. Yeah. You sit down with the ring. I'm going to flip, flick open my, like, spell book mm-hmm. and look at it a bit and kind of flick through. Ah, yes. Yeah, what does your spell book look like? It's this, like, conglomeration of wrinkled pages. It's kind of like... It's not, like, paper clipped together, but <laughs> it's... Maybe there's some twine binding uh, it. Yeah. Places. There's a lot of stains. Um, I don't let anyone close to see it like if anyone comes comes up i'll be like take the book and i'm sitting here with it i'll just have them be like ah yes yes i agree like i'm not letting anyone see what's on the pages themselves Uh okay great um spent 10 minutes doing this yeah uh and you cast identify and you learn that that this ring is a ring of jumping uh, while wearing this ring, whoever is attuned to it can cast the jump spell from it as a bonus action at will, but can target only yourself when you do so. Hmm. I will pass that information along to everyone else. Huh. Interesting. They can jump, but like only you. Pretty much like that. Seems pretty easy. Do you think he had it to, like, get closer to the stars? I mean... That's definitely it. What is the jumping distance Absolutely. This is the... This is his method to reach 70,000 miles? <laughs> but he's just a couple feet closer. There's <laughs> a few moments of bliss. Oh my god. I mean, I mean, jumping seems cool. He's clearly unwell. Yeah, mm, that's so. true. That's so true. So, ultimately, there was a, an amethyst thing, cloak pen too, right? Yeah, there was. Ultimately, no book in the bedroom. You did not find the book in the bedroom. No, but got a cool ring. Got a cool pen. Quick glance at the pen. Are there any inscriptions? Uh, make an investigation or Arcana check. Do Arcana. Oops, I missed. Uh, eighteen. Nothing to suggest it's magical. Um, it just looks like it's worth a lot of money, and so it was probably kept in a safe place. Eh, worthless to me. There's no like nearest. There's no like somebody else can hang on to the cloak. Bottom of this box. Nope. So we are on the second floor? You're on the second floor. Which is the top floor. Middle floor. Yeah. Middle floor. Is Marcos's office this floor or the floor? Okay. I have no idea which room. Yeah. So, so far, the rooms that you guys have been to on the second floor is sort of the central uh, uh, 
room with the table in it. Um, the eastmost room, uh, which is the, the northeastmost room, which is the bedroom, and the room uh, next to the bedroom, which is the, the room with the stairs drawn in it. Um, and that's the blurry room right now. That's what you understand about it. But you got all these other rooms. And also you have technically been to the spiral staircase room as well. So. Which one do you think is his study? Hmm. I mean, the one with the most access to the stars, obviously, but. Well, wouldn't that be on the third floor? Fair. Does anyone want the jump ring? I can hold on to it. I don't know that I'm going to use it. Does anyone want to use it? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I need to jump off of Krug quickly, but like... What is the jump spell? You uh, triples triple your jump distance. Triple your jump. How big is your jump movement? That's the worst question in all of the... Um, I just use a jump calculator, <laughs> okay. but it's all based on your strength score. So yeah. not your strength modifier, but your strength score. So what's your strength score, Alora? 16. 16. So while normally your long jump is 16 feet and your high jump is 6 feet um, with a running start, half that without a running start, with the jump spell, that's tripled. So your long jump becomes 48 feet. Your high jump becomes 18 feet. Hmm. Um, what if your strength score is 8? Is that your strength with, score? Without the jump spell, your long jump is 8 feet. And your high jump is 2 feet. Um, pretty good for a raccoon. Pretty good yeah. for a raccoon. Uh, with it? the jump spell, your long jump is 24 feet, and your high jump is 6 feet. What that's is this formula? Um, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a really <sighs> excellent question. This is one of, the, one of those rules in D&D that has never made any sense to me, so I always use a jump distance calculator when I need an exact distance. But usually, I'm right. just like, Make an athletics check, and then we see how well you do. Um, but there are technically rules for how far you can jump. Um, do you also, have to attune to the ring? You do have mm-hmm. to attune to the ring. Okay, so if we want to use it, someone should... Yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, with uh, jump distance, one thing to keep in mind, the one bit of the rule that I actually do understand, even if I think it's kind of still silly, is that if your jump distance is longer than your maximum movement speed on one turn, your turn ends while you are midair, and you finish the jump on your next turn. So, I love that. (laughs) I'm just throwing that out there so like Alora, for instance um if you are making a long jump your long jump is 48 feet your movement speed is what 30 35 35 so you'd make 35 of those feet initially and then your turn would end and then when it gets back to your turn you're still in midair mid jump 
and you clear the remaining. So if I want to try to jump to someone and do something, I could not do that. Not on the same turn, uh, but also um, that that seems kind of silly to me. Adds up, but like it, yeah. But it still seems silly to me. Uh, But anyway, uh, who wants a ring? I'll take it. (laughs) You want the ring? Take it and attune to it. Great. What's it called? That takes an hour to attune to. Well, okay. Takes an hour. It takes Can an I hour just... to attune to the to uh, to items. Yeah. Minute. Oh shit. No, it so takes. We'll an just hour. take it and go, and we can attune later. Yeah. Okay. Um, you need to jump. Is... Like, hold on. Wait an hour. Give me an hour, okay? Yeah. What is it called? Ring of jumping. Oh. I was gonna ju- type that in as a joke, but it's literally called the ring of jumping. <laughs> um. Great. Um. So uh, the fireplace seems like I could fit. Right. No, I have a climbing speed. This will be easy. Hold on, just just give me a second. Let me right back. Yeah. I'm gonna scamper downstairs. Okay. Yeah, you scamper downstairs. Um, and you end up in the uh what appears to be uh the fire, the the actual fireplace that you arrive in in this room appears to be larger than it is in the two floors above you. Um, and as you arrive, you see like there's sort of a um, metal like pole uh, uh, across where the fire would typically be made, and you see like uh, other like cast iron like kitchen utensils type stuff like in the vicinity of the like fireplace opening so you would guess this is the kitchen um peeking out through the fireplace opening you see that the large kitchen is in poor condition um flies cover uh, foul smelling messes of several meals stacked on a work table in the middle of the room um and the kitchen is in absolute shambles um but uh you obviously see you don't see anybody in the room um but you see doors in the north wall south wall and west wall okay is it foggy down there hazy more stench but i think it's someone left some food out like for a long time. Oh no! But like no one's down here. Hot. I'll come back up. Like no one's down there. I think we can just like head down. Hold up. The map. Ugh. There's the potential staircase in the north. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold up. Give me a second. Let me go back down. Okay. Go downstairs, head over to that staircase. Just take a look. Any teeth? Uh, the door? Yeah, there's no teeth in the door. Um, you open it up and you arrive in what appears to be the pantry. Um, you know, things are stored, stocked. There's a stack of potatoes on the wall next to the stairs. Um, so, you know, this food seems fine. So it really seems like the food in the other room, you think you were probably right that somebody had made food 
had not finished it and then never bothered cleaning up after it and it's been like several weeks um i would like to collect the nicest foods okay stuff them in my pockets and hold them in my hands great you get a bunch of potatoes a couple carrots um the but yeah, one. you do find the stairs down to the wine cellar and you get like carrots and potatoes and beets and uh, uh, some like uh, a salted uh, a meat of some kind. And yeah. Um, yeah, and you like, takes you a couple trips to like clamber up the chimney with your spoils. Uh, but you arrive with a whole bunch <sighs> of food. All right. I got this for us. Oh, and on the way down to down to the the um the basement, but like this stuff smells good. Mm. Are you hungry? Some... I mean, even if, if I'm not now, I mean, I can be sure if you insist, and I'll just start eating something. <laughs> right. And then um, I'm just gonna like slip things into everyone else's pockets. Now hold this for me. I'll hold this. Yeah um excellent uh what what destination are y'all going to next um you're still in the bedroom um, so we don't have any other places we can go on the second floor that are not blurry no it was there's just one room that was blurry oh so so we're on the second floor we're in the bedroom you're in the bedroom which is the northeast corner um, you can continue searching the second floor for Marcos's study, um, or um, you can also go down to the first floor, um, follow Theodore's lead, or you can go anywhere in this house. I mean, it, it's up to y'all. I had a weird thought. Okay. Can I hold the hairpin up to my eye? And like, is there anything, any gem big enough on it where I can look through it? Um, I mean, if you really, really squint, yeah. Okay. But it's not Just like a an eyeglass for no. the blurry room? No. Genius idea, though. That was a great idea. My brain's going all sorts no, of things. Like, no, that was a, that was a really great room. idea. That was a really great idea. This is from an official D&D <laughs> book, and whoever wrote this adventure did a great job with it. Did not think about that as an option. So... Albear level thinking. That was some <laughs> big brain uh, uh, thinking. That was very clever. I don't think I would be clever enough to build in a puzzle solution like that. Not but you know, these ideas in your head. You are. Thinking, you are. I'm not going to remember. This is the answer to. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Look for the gems. Mm-hmm. Can Crook just like one by one? Yeah, like just open the doors and just see if he can find anything that looks like a study. Uh, you can. What door are you going to first? I'll just like, I'll start, we were just in the bedroom. I'll just head south. I'll open the door as long as it doesn't have teeth. I'm going to go yeah. on the other side of like the okay. balcony area. So and you're going side. out into the balcony over the first floor. That's what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just want to be. I just want to be clear because we're doing this theater of the mind style. So. Yes. Um. Great. You're out on the balcony of the second floor. Rug. You're doing the. 
east wall and Alora, you're doing the west wall. Yeah. Is that correct? Okay. We I'll also have that door. northwest room too. Right. Um, Grug, you go along the east wall. You open up the um first door. I'll be um, on just in case. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you open up the first door. You see, this is a seems to be a small uh a bedroom of some kind. Um, as you enter, you see seeping out of a crack in the walls are this gray is this gray sludge of some kind and two clumps of this gray sludge like splash to the floor and start aggressively making their way towards you can i just close the door uh yeah roll initiative <laughs> for me real quick just to see if you can act faster <laughs> close the door close the door close the door <laughs> i got a 12 I got a four, so you just <laughs> oh, sludge. close the door. It's um, <laughs> great. Um, I'm gonna keep an eye on the crack underneath. Yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah. I have to decide if this thing is gonna, yeah, because it could fit through the crack uh -huh. under the door. But what? you know I'll what? This thing's um. Intelligence score, wisdom score, not very high. I think out of sight, out of mind. Um, has no object permanence. Uh, you go to the um skill to the other room in the uh, uh east wall, and do you open that door as well? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Pop that door open. Exact same thing happens. Um, roll initiative again. <laughs> if you're gonna try to slam the door on it. I sure am. 16. Alright, that beats five that I got that time. Um, so you slam the door again. Poor sludge. Um, Did that great. look like a bedroom too? Yes, it also looks okay, like okay. Great. Um, Alora, you are on the west side, there's only one door on the balcony on the west side, but you do know that, like, the two rooms on that side are connected, according to the map. Um, so, uh, uh, as you open the door to this first room, you see that it seems like it used to have something in it. You can see, like, the wood flooring has, like, slightly different coloration in a few places where, like, furniture had been sitting for a long time. Um, but it appears that this room, all the furnishings that were in this room have been removed. Um, and so all you see in this room are, like, dust and cobwebs. But there is a door in the north wall. Okay. I'm gonna go to the other door. Okay, yeah. You open that up. You find a room that contains a black wooden desk with a cushioned, high-backed chair behind it. Two smaller chairs face the desk with their backs to the door. Uh, a, a niche in the northeast corner contains a wooden file cabinet. Um, and I also need you to roll a d4 for me. Two. 
As you open this door, it sprouts teeth, and I do need you to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> ah, 11. Uh, you take five piercing damage. I'm just going to let out a scream, like a, a yelp that's like, I like started to say, I found some, but like, ah! <laughs> Do we hear that? Yeah. I'll say I'll start Do I make it through the door? Yes, you make it through the door. I'll start running over there. Someone screams <laughs> in a mysterious teeth, and you go, eh, I'll head that way. Uh you all eventually arrive and you see that there's another doorway with teeth, and Laura is now on the other side. Laura, oh, are you okay? No. I got a little scratched on my leg. Oh. Um, I wasn't expecting that. Not yet. Okay. Um, I'm gonna investigate in here. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Make an investigation check. Well. Well. Um, you at the desk you find a set of calligraphers supplies. So if somebody wants calligraphers, uh, a calligraphy set. Uh, there you go. Um, otherwise, you know, you search the filing cabinet um, and you find that it mostly contains uh, correspondence um, between Marcos and some other folks. I'll say with a 12 investigation check, um, none of the correspondence really catches your eye as particularly important. Um, it just seems like a collection of letters. But once again, I'm grab- you know... You grab like a stack of a random stack of those letters um and stow them in your bag. Um but no book, unfortunately. Well, I think Marcos probably has them. Um so we should go downstairs. Yeah. yeah. Look out for the teeth. Can I like purposefully do like a a move so that I'm rolling an acrobatics check instead of a saving throw. Please argue to me why what you are doing that should allow you to do this as an acrobatics check as opposed to a dexterity save. I'm thinking that I'm, like, making myself as, like, like, horizontal as possible. Like, I'm doing, like, a karate chop through the air. Mm. Like, a a jump. Mm. Like, bending over so that the teeth have to come up farther to get Mm. me. Like a skateboard kickflip with no skateboard. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what? Why not go for it? I love it when not a particularly hard number to beat either way. But yeah, but I've gotten scratched twice now, so that's fair. We're putting a little bit more thought into this. That's fair. That's a twenty-three. Easy enough. You're able to like dive through the door real quick before it can bite you again. Well, why didn't you do that every time? Oh, that was. I didn't think of it. And it right, took a so lot we... of 
agility. Yeah. So we head downstairs? Yes. Yeah, why don't we just head down the stairs that are right here? Yeah. Easy so enough. You can go right down. The double doors for teeth. Uh, double doors uh, don't have teeth. All right. We'll use the double doors. Great. <laughs> yep. Uh, I can make room with the two uh, suits of armor. Yeah. And then I think on the right here will be the kitchen. Yep. You you are I will say you can easily enough make your way to the kitchen. Um between your map and your experience already, you can make your way there. You already beat the animated suits of armor in that central room on the first floor, so problem solved. Um and yeah, you're able to make your way down the stairs into the um wine cellar. Oh, Krunk. Hey. Yeah. Before we, you know, get into a real tussle yeah i just wanted it was really bad without you like i was sad and scared but i'm just glad you're here and so i just want to make sure you're extra you know kick ass so you're not wearing armor right uh no yeah i thought just one look at you you didn't seem uncomfortable to ride here I'm just gonna, like, give him a little, like, tap on the head, and I'm gonna cast Mage Armor. Oh, oh, th thank you. I'm I don't yeah. worry. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best, but I'm, I'm sorry you were sad. I'm glad I'm here now. That's okay. Like, I'm good now. Like, you're here. As long as I can still be on your shoulder, and you just kill everything that gets near us, we're good. You got it. I'm ready to rage. I'm not gonna rage until I need to. Right. Rages right. destroys Rages the immediately. <laughs> um, you arrive down in the wine cellar. Uh, the faint aroma of grapes fills the air in this cellar. Four large wine casks stand against the west wall, a fine layer of dust covering each of them. The three wine racks to the south are obviously empty because the fronts have been removed and there's nothing in them. Um... Ugh, wine. Why would you ruin grapes? Um, but there are still other, several other, uh, uh, you know, shelves and stuff in here. Um, and you know that there's a secret door in here, um, with a password. Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. That is not the password. Borrow Rock. Uh, upon Maurice saying the correct password, the door clicks open. I don't think um, Maurice also told anybody else. Sure. <laughs> That's, That's fair. Um, as the door opens, you see uh, four... Well, first, are you entering the room, I guess? First? Yeah, check for teeth. Uh, there's no teeth. Okay. Um, but as you enter the room, Maurice, roll a d4 for me. Ooh. Well, dice are going everywhere, but they're not the D4s. That's a four. It's a four. Um, great. Um, as you enter the room, your shadow seems to shift strangely. Um, like it doesn't follow 
light patterns correctly. Um, and as that happens, you also um, like feel like the energy in the room seems to vibrate for a split second, and then your shadow starts doing that. In this room, you see four wooden pews facing a stone statue in the middle of this torchlit chamber. The statue has a roughly bipedal shape and is carved to look like it's coming undone, like a frayed rope. Its form is covered with mouths and outstretched tongues. Standing before the statue are four purple-cloaked figures, their faces hidden by cowls. They are writing on pieces of paper and muttering to each other seemingly oblivious to your presence. Uh, you do hear them say, oh, interesting, interesting, another search, another search, right, right, yeah. What do we think the, the effects are, blah, 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 and they keep going on like that. We should surprise attack. Okay. Do you all go into the room? Sure. As you all go into the room, I do need, um, let me roll for this. Uh, Alora, I need you to roll a d4 for me. Whatever that makes it so that there aren't teeth. A one? A one. Um, as you enter the room, the air gets literally heavy. Um, and the entire room is now difficult to write. Um, it's not that big, is it? No, but the room is difficult to write now. Um, for just her. For everybody. Oh. Um, including the baddies? Or the people that we're assuming are baddies, but are probably innocents? For everybody. Um, so, uh, with that all being said, you're trying to sneak up on these guys and attack them? Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. Sure. Uh, I'll have everybody roll a quick self check for me. What should I roll from atop Krug's shoulder? Um, I would say it's still a stealth check because okay. you got to keep yourself quiet. I rolled a natural one. Oof. Okay. That's a total of five, but I don't know yeah. if that counts. I rolled a nat 20, but okay. I have disadvantage on stealth. And so you so, didn't roll a nat 20. So my other roll was a four. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. At, at disadvantage, I rolled an 18. Okay. Okay. Why are we taking disadvantage? Because I heavy armor me, yeah. is loud. Oh, I see. Okay, I got a 17. Okay. I'm the biggest one, and I'm the quietest one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 22. Okay. Okay, great. Great. Um, I rolled perception for these guys at disadvantage. So. Nerds. You know. Um, good news is, they rolled badly as a result. Um, so everyone passed except Alora with a nat 20. Um, but broke. they, as you are approaching, they don't seem to, like, 
they seem to know that at least the lore is there, but they don't seem to draw weapons or anything. They seem like very focused on this statue and scribbling down notes and like muttering to each other about, oh, so then then the search just did that to the to the air and then um and as that is going on, by the way, I do need uh Corey, I need you to roll a D4 for me. Four. Four. Your shadow also seems to react oddly. Weird. That won't light us later or anything. Are we going to attack? Yes. I, sh- I we... shouldn't say that. <laughs> there. Um... Yes. I heard the opportunity to set someone on fire, so... I'm gonna take it. I kind of want to, Pedro. I kind of want to get closer to the, the statue because, I mean, we don't really know if they're like actually evil or not, and like they could be, but I am just curious if they act react weird, similar to how like that the ghost person reacted when we touched the maps. You know, I just. Yeah. 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 I'll 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 shock them instead of firing them. Just get us closer. We'll be good. Okay. Great. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna try to get closer to the statue. Okay, you're gonna go up to the statue. They don't. Uh, they don't seem to oppose you approaching the statue. Approaching the statue. There aren't any axes in the room, are there? No, there are not. Do they seem armed? You see they have weapons at their belt, but they're not drawing them. They're just <gasps> muttering to themselves and um, watching the statue. Can I steal their weapons one at a time off their person? <laughs> uh, I'm going to need you to make a sleight of hand check at, we will say disadvantage on this. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, well, that's probably the lowest. <laughs> Nope, that's the lowest one. Natural one. Uh, <laughs> as soon as you grab, try to grab one of their weapons, these guys perceive it as um, hostile intent and say, like, you will not interfere, interfere in the business of Krokumar. Oh, you, you dropped this. Uh, <laughs> and he, like, pulls his, like, scimitar out of the sheath. Um, and we'll go ahead and roll initiative on that. Crunch. Um, <laughs> I pick him up. No! <laughs> no. I rolled another net one. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. goodness. So what is that total? Five. Great. Theodore. Seven. Corey. Nineteen. Maurice. Uh, 19 as well. And Krug. 21. Awesome. Initiative order is Krug, then Corey, then Maurice, then the cultists, then Theodore, then Alora. So, Krug, you're first to act. Are any of you Delphi? <laughs> we are not the leader of Krokulmar's great sect, no. But 
you are interfering in our business. We were content to let you gaze upon Krokulmar's glory, but that cannot be allowed anymore. I'm assuming their eyes aren't, like, glazed over or anything. They're just, like, being creepy. <laughs> Not as near as you can tell. All right, I'm gonna bonus action rage. Yeah. Um, and the one that pulled its scimitar on Theodore, I'm going to try to hit it with my great axe. Awesome. Go for it. Make an attack roll. Oh, that was bad. Uh, <laughs> eight. Eight total? Eight to hit? Yeah, I got wow. two plus No, six. that does not hit. <laughs> Great. We are heroes. Um, we are <laughs> level three. Uh, he dodges your axe swipe and it like embeds itself in the floor. Um, at the end of your turn, can you roll a d4 for me? Oh, oh my god. The shadows. I got a two. Two. Now the doors grow teeth. Oh, sorry. Um, it's not you, Krug. It's this <laughs> fucked up place. Uh, Corey. Um, so are they near a book or holding a book? Nope. They have their pads of paper. Okay. Um, then I'll go up to, um, the one that... Krug just tried to hit, and I'll go after with my battle axe. Go for it. Make an attack roll. That is 18. That hits. Okay. That is eight points of damage. Hey, great. You give this guy a massive whack and he, in the back, and he stumbles forward, and he turns like, ah! Rokumar will make you pay for this insolence. I don't even know who that is. Great. Uh, Maurice, <laughs> that's your turn. Penny Presswell joins us. <laughs> oh, shoot! Yeah, that was a Might be, might be. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many, how many are there? Four? Four. Four. I am going to... Uh, how far away are we from them? Um... I mean, you guys got pretty close. I'd say you're probably about 10 feet away from the nearest one. Krug is, like, right up there in there. Krug and um, Corey now are both, and Tador, are all right up in there with them. But I'd say, Maurice, you're probably about 10 feet away from them now. Okay. Well, in that, I, I guess I'll do a two-weapon fighting, one hand with a revolver, other hand with a sickle. Right. Uh, the revolver is going to be a dominant hand, but I have to roll with disadvantage because he's so close. Correct. Uh, if you were shooting while you're still 10 feet away, no. Oh, it's just okay, if cool. they're within melee range. Perfect. And I'm just going to aim for any of them. Great. That is a 17 to hit. That hits. All right, 2d8 damage. All right, it takes... 14 damage from the revolver. That is one dead cultist. Great. Oh. Uh, and then Maurice is just going to go up to another one, take out a sickle, and just kind of uh, stab him. Yep, go for it. <clears throat> to hit, that's a non-natural 20. That hits. 
and d4. Ooh, max damage at six damage from a sickle. Uh, in your offhand, you wouldn't add your... Oh, right, five. so at four. Yeah, great. Um, okay, this is the cultist's turns. Um, the cultist that Theodore was trying to steal from is going to attack uh, Corey, who just hit him for a lot of damage. Um, it wasn't a lot of damage. Well, that's a 16 to hit. My yeah, that hits. Okay, so you take. Oh, I didn't even add the modifier. Well, that still hits. Um, so uh, that is six slashing damage. Jeez, and that one's dead. The one that is now engaged with Maurice is going to attack Maurice. That is a fifteen to hit. Misses. Okay, and then the last one is see, uh, uh, gonna go after the raccoon that tried to steal his buddy's um, sword. Uh, that was... I'm so sorry about this. That was a natural 20. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cut off my tail. It doesn't no. matter. Can Krug take it instead? Oh, no. <laughs> I just... No. You're gonna cannot. kill my raccoon. That's a specific creature. Um, I just rolled the max number on the die, so that <laughs> total is... with the crit of thirteen damage. Is Theodore within five feet of me? Um, yeah. Can I use my interception reaction to reduce the damage by one d ten plus two? Sure, go ahead and roll your d10. Don't travel alone. Thank you. That is 10. Okay, 10. Oh. So you only take six damage. Oh, not six damage. You take um three damage. Three, excuse me. Three damage. Oh, wow. as like Corey jumps in at the last minute and deflects the blade. So you only take a passing glance, Theodore. I see Corey in the hole. Um, also, Tadar would be would technically be on the floor since you had to clamber down to try to steal. Oh, that's true. The weapon. Yeah, you're not on Krug right at this moment, but that's anyway. Too big um, so now Tadar, it's your turn. Well, I'm getting on Krug. Sure. Um, as I try to get on Krug, I'm gonna. You're gonna take an opportunity to shocking grasp this guy first. Oh, the one okay. in front of me, just kind of like slap him. Great, great. Um, is that a save or is that a roll? Uh, it is not. That is a twenty-four to hit. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> that is seven points of lightning damage. Great. He gets zapped. Uh, he is gonna make his opportunity attack against he you. He can't. He can't. Oh. So I hit it. Oh, if he's wearing armor, I don't think is. I don't think he has. I have advantage. But lightning damage. I can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. All right, there we go. No opportunity attack, and you oh, right. clamber on the. I'm up on Krug and say, "Oh my God, save me!" I mean, Corey did a great job, but I'm sure you're better. Don't know Corey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Alora, that's your turn. Um, I am going to take my hand axes and I am going to throw each of them at two the two cultists that are like next to each other. Sure. 
Yeah. First one is a non-natural. Nope, a 19. That hits. 19. But I do believe that I took the approved critical so that, no, wait, that's a natural 19. Yeah, it's only if you get a yeah. natural Just 19. Kidding. So it's a natural 19 or a natural oh, 20. Would be beautiful. That would, would be fantastic. Yeah, no. It's not every time it adds up to yeah. 19. That'd be crazy. So that's seven for the first one. Ooh. And then, uh, you kill the first one with okay, your hand. The second one doesn't hit. It was like nice. five on the die. Yeah, goes wide. Uh, well, what do you add to that? Okay, yeah. Um, Great. Um, okay, Krug, we're up to you. There is, uh, there are two cultists left. The one engaged with Maurice and the one that just tried to, uh, attack Tador. I'm gonna go for the one that tried to attack Tador. Great. And I'm going to try to hit it with my gray dot. Okay. Go for it. Make your attack roll. That was a 19 to hit. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Eighteen damage. That is a <laughs> dead cultist. Um, Don't hit my friend. Uh, great. <laughs> um, Corey, roll a d four for me this time. Oh wait, no, you've already rolled one. Tador, roll a d four for me. Oh jeez. Oh. Four. Okay. Um. Your shadow is now weird. Speaking of shadows being weird, by the way, I forgot to do a thing. Um, <laughs> no! Uh, for Maurice's shadow, let's see, it's... It's totally normal, and nothing yeah. happened. Uh, there's a 50-50 chance on, on what's about to happen here, Maurice, so um, do you want evens or odds? Oh, let me roll a die. Even, I want evens. You want evens. Okay, that is an odd. So your shadow pops up from behind you and tries to attack you huh. uh, with a total of 11. Damage or to hit? to hit? Oh, misses. Okay, after that, it sinks back into the board. Um... And then Corey, same thing, evens or odds? Evens. Uh, that was an odd. So, Corey, that is a, your shadow pops up, and that is a 14 to hit. That does not hit. Okay, great. Your shadow pops up, tries to attack you, goes back out of the floor. Um. Anyway, Tator, yours is weird now, too. So, that's <laughs> fun. Um, Corey, it's your turn. Um, I want to go up to the last remaining cultists um, and put my battle axe up, like, to threaten them and just basically be like, we are looking for a book that Marco has. Do you know anything about that? I will never tell you anything that hinders our Lord Krokulmar. Okay. So I will hit him with my battle axe. <laughs> Great. Make an attack roll. Oh, that's a two. That's a two. That does not hit. 
What what if I told you that it's a plus four, so a six? Does a six a hit? Six also does not hit. Damn. Uh, do you want evens or odds? Me? Yeah. I just did that. Yeah, but it's your turn and you did a thing. Odds. Odds? Okay, good. I rolled an odd. So instead your shadow's gonna attack the cultist. Oh um and so the shadow gets a 17 to hit the cultist. Of course, the one time I rolled that was it. All right. Um, <laughs> and the cultist is going to take five damage, uh, which is exactly how many points he has left. <laughs> so uh, the your shadow, Corey, just like slinks away from you, goes up behind the cultist, pops up behind him, and just like snaps his neck. And then just goes back into the floor. Oh, sick. That was kind of crazy. Corey, that was a cool move. I don't know. I have no idea what that was about, but I mean, that worked in our favor. Mm -hmm. oh. So we have one shadow that attacked its owner and one shadow that attacked our enemy. Okay. Mine's just gone, I think. Yeah. Taylor, you look across the room, you see your shadow is, like, picking, trying to pick the pockets of the shadows of the cultists that are lying dead on the ground. Yeah, I don't see mine anywhere. I don't know. Can I investigate <laughs> that weird bench? The benches seem normal. Oh, what's the thing with the mouths? That's the statue in the center. That, I want to investigate. <laughs> the benches have mouths. I, that's what it. Disgusting. Um, yeah, make actually, we're gonna call this an arcana check. So go ahead and make an arcana check for me. Okay. 19. Great. Do you want evens or odds? God damn it. Uh, I'll do odds. You'll do odds. Okay, your shadow attacks you. What the fuck? Okay, um, little guy, we just That was it. a 14 to hit. That does not hit. Okay. Um, what did you get on your Arcana check? Do you remind Nin me? 19. 19, that's right. Okay, examining this statue, you're pretty sure that this statue amplifies the eldritch power of Krokulmar, um, hmm. the, the uh, uh, entity, the eldritch entity that all of these guys are worshipping. Um, I you that. are pretty sure that all of the weird shit that's been happening around the house, the shadow stuff, the teeth in the doorways, the blurry room, you feel like it all has to do with the power of Krokumar and this statue. Mm. Um, and if the statue were destroyed, perhaps those things would stop. I hit it with my battle axe. Megan Sackroll. I want to help. You can make an your own attack roll. Okay. 16. 16, uh, your axe bounces off the stone statue. You don't, you Ooh. can't get a good whack in. Can I try to push it? I don't, it's I don't, up to you. How tall is it? It's, uh, I mean, person size. And it's up to you. You can attack it or you can push it. it over. What do I add? 
well, this would be a shove action, so yeah. I believe it's an would be your strength. Okay, non natural twenty. Okay, mm. you give it a shove and send it to the ground, and we'll say it takes three damage mm. as it hits the floor, but it is still intact. Shoot it with fire. Jesus. Great, make an attack roll. Is this a wood room? Aren't we surrounded by wood benches? 14 to hit. 14, it shockingly, your fireball doesn't damage the stone statue. I'm gonna try to hit it. Great, make an attack roll. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna hit it with my with my thunder gauntlet. I'm just I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna tell you guys. It's a 17 to hit. You're not in combat, oh. so we don't need to take turns. Oh, so if you want to just keep attacking it, that that's was fine. A, just that was make a nat- attack rolls and tell me when you hit. Nat 20 plus six. Okay, great. Yes, obviously that hits. So if you hit, tell me how much damage you do. Yeah. I got a nat 22. Great. How much damage do you do? I do what is that? 113. Twelve damage. Okay. Twenty damage. It is after. Oh, I didn't add my other thing. Okay. Yeah. Raging. After those couple of hits, it is looking extremely rough, but it is still intact. It is. Do it again. Five damage. You did five damage. Six damage. And six damage, and now it is destroyed. Um, and your shadows return to normal, and the teeth on the doorways go away. Oof. That's over. Okay. Can I search the cultist bodies? Sure. Make an investigation check. What is my investigation? Non-natural 20. Wow. Um, you search their bodies. They all have scimitars on them. Um... You have, there's their notepads, which, what languages do you speak? Um, let me try to navigate to that on this. Okay, common, deep speech, draconic, and halfling. So funny that you speak deep speech, because these notes are written in deep speech. Um, these notes are, the, but these notes, like, you can read them. These are, like, research notes all about the eldritch, what they call the eldritch Eldritch Surges, um, which, um, you know, and they describe the effects of it, which all sound like the crazy things that have been happening. This statue seemed to amplify the powers of Krokumar. However, by reading the notes, you learn that um, their real the real goal of this cult um, is to... Uh, uh, cause an avatar of Prokumar to be born in this mm-hmm. world, and there is a ritual happening to that effect um, deeper underground. Okay. So we are on the first floor or the basement? You're in the basement. Um, I explain that to everyone. Why yeah. don't like cults just come together to just do community service, you know? Like Well that's really boring. <laughs> hey. Yeah, but it'd be a lot less trouble. 
picking up litter is exciting, okay? And doing your due diligence for your community is good. Is there another door in this room? Yeah, there's a pair of double doors in the south wall. The wall, the one you came from was in the east wall, and then there's a door in the west wall. Ooh, how is this room lit? Are there like sconces? Yeah. With fire? Yeah. Is there oil in these sconces? Uh, no, I mean, they're torches. So uh, there's like torches in sconces. So like attached to the wall. That's fun. Okay. Um, also, I did forget to also let you know, uh, Corey, that these guys had a total of... Mm-mm-mm. you get money um if there's money Corey will not take it okay so it doesn't matter um great it's not a lot of money anyway it's okay. you guys get a t- it could take a total of five talents from these guys i'm not um, gonna say anything okay um yeah so where are we going next in the basement should we try to make it to the spiral staircase down? I think that's probably our... Does it go farther path. down? Mm-hmm. Apparently there's something that's beneath a... the house. Yeah. Okay. We all doing? We all doing okay? Are you yeah. doing okay? I'm doing great thanks to you. Okay. And Krug. But like, you did great there. Okay. Is everyone else doing okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, great. You proceed south, uh, you go through sort of an antechamber-type room, then through the other set of double doors, and you find yourself in the room with the spiral staircase leading down. Iron brackets bolted to the wall hold, hold four sputtering torches that cast this otherwise empty room in dim light. On the far side of the room, a spiral staircase descends into darkness. From below, you hear a human voice chanting in a blasphemous tongue, um... In deep speech, Corey, you hear that this voice is call is is talking about Krokumar, um, and is going like, "Rise, Lord Krokumar, bless us with your presence on this mortal plane." So, I relay that to the group. Yep. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Um, can I speak in deep speech if I can understand deep yeah. speech? Yeah, that's one of your Why can you understand? There was a class at the library. <laughs> it was, I'm really, you guys need to check out the thing, the programs they have. I just was in getting a book one day and they were like free deep speech lessons. And now that I'm thinking about it, it might have been a cult, but it was really interesting. Free deep speech. <laughs> <laughs> this has been your PSA about your public libraries. There's often guys, your events are having going programs. on at your public libraries that you should take advantage of. Maybe they'll support your local libraries. We're not saying there is a cult there, but but you never know. You never know. Are new, are, you know, Useful they ha- are there for everyone, even cultists. Yep. Um, great. You descend down into the uh, cave beneath the house. The staircase leads to a roughly circular cave that is empty and unlit. 
Opposite the stairs, through a 12-foot-wide archway, you may see a similar cavern lit by purple light emitting from four large crystals jutting from the floor. All crystals flicker in concert with the chanting that echoes through the cave. The chants come from a sallow, dark-robed figure who stands near and near the edge of a circle of arcane runes inscribed on the floor. The figure recites an eldritch passage from a book, then carefully sets the book atop a wooden crate near the back wall. The figure turns toward the circle, wherein kneels a headless body in plate armor. A slug-like creature has attached itself to the body's neck, almost like a makeshift head. The slug's form is covered with mouths and eyes that open and close in and out of existence. Ugh. Um, so that's fun. Um, so, um, this is clearly Marcos. Um, what are you all doing? Wait, the slug attached himself to Marcos's body? No, to this other body. There's another body in armor at the center of this ritual circle that is missing its head. Um, okay. I'm okay. guessing we should destroy that, because that's what's gonna Krokumar is going to awaken yeah. into. Yeah. I feel like we should just attack. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling Stealthily. okay with this one. Open fire. Um, yep. I would like to throw a hand axe. Well, okay, I, I think we I should, need... though. Oh, nope, go ahead. <laughs> I need everybody to roll initiative. <laughs> I'm prioritized, not Marco, is all I'm saying. I got 24. Okay, 24. Hador. Eight. Corey. Eleven. Maurice. Eighteen. And Krug. Ten. Okay. So, initiative order is Laura first, then Maurice, then Marcos, then the slug creature, uh, then, um... Corey, then Krug, then Theodore. So, Alora, you are first to act. Um, How far away are we? Uh, so you have, I would say, probably started making your way towards the room, so you are... You're 35 feet away from the body with Krokumar slug attached to it, and then another, we'll say 10 feet on top of that to get to Marcos. Um, I'm going to move forward about at least 15. Actually, I'm just going to kind of be like jogging into the room, but I'm going to throw my hand axes while I'm running at the slug thing. Okay. Great. Make your attack rolls. That's a natural 19. Ooh, that's a crit. So that's... Come on, you pulse. Oh, 14. 
points of slashing damage. Okay. For the first one. Great. That's another natural 19. Oh! <laughs> That's... <laughs> 12 points. So... I this is uh legitimately that's the show. Um <laughs> that's the show. Uh Allure, you come running in, you toss your hand axes as the slug head of Krokumar turns to you, its eyes open, and it gets embedded with two axes, killing this slug instantly. As that happens, there's this blast of eldritch energy that makes you all stagger backwards. The four purple crystals crack and shatter, and Marco staggers to the ground, holding his head. He's like, and collapses for a moment, and then he's like, ah. where am I? Insight. I hit him with fire? No! Make an insight check. Are you really going to Theodore, do you want to make an attack no, it was roll? A question. It was a threat. It was a threat. Okay. He <laughs> said it out loud. 18 with the insight check. Um, he seems genuine. He seems confused. I want to like go up with my hands up and be like, it's okay. Are you Marcos? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, my name is Marcos uh, Delphi. I think you touched a cursed book. And your friend is looking for you. And, and the book. And the book. So we are going to bring him back his book together. What book? Oh, that's that one. The Celestial Codex. Yeah, that's... Yes, you were trying to revive the ancient beast, Celestial Beast Krogelmar, and it was what? causing a lot of trouble. Hey, touch the book again, what? and we'll cut off your head. Hey, Thor. Um, We're doing okay, buddy. But thank you so much for the enthusiasm. Oh, I don't know how okay. I got that book. But yes, it should be returned to Vassal. What? Uh, yes. Um, Can I, like, does he look like he's wounded? No. Just no. Confused. Just confused. Okay. No. Uh, the real and... question... Oh, go on. No, you go. The real question is, how are we going to get him back to the city on our bikes. That's a great. We did. How? Somebody can ride on handlebars. That's true. Hey, and, wait. Oh, Taylor doesn't have a bike. I didn't have a bike to begin with. There. Um. Great. That would be a very cute bike. Yeah. With that, you bicycle back to the city. <laughs> You're able to return the book and uh, return the book to Vassal and show that Marcos is unharmed. Marcos apologizes to his good friend for stealing the book. He had been under the influence of Krokumar. Um, he, during his research into the stars, um, Krokumar's foul influence had captured his mind and bent him and a number of his students to uh, Krokumar's will to try to uh, uh, create an avatar of Krokumar in this world. And then we killed um, all those students. And then we killed all those students. Um, Sucks to suck, man. Uh, the good news is Zala is human again. 
Uh, she is convinced that it is because of her own genius uh, uh, work with looking at the stars to find the answer there. Um, but it turns out it was actually just you guys defeating Krokumar that turned her back into a human, but she's human again. Um, uh, there were other, there were a couple of students that did survive that had been turned into gibbering mouthers that were in rooms mm. in the house that you didn't investigate. So good job. You guys didn't have to fight gibbering mouthers. Um, nor and did we kill all of the students. Nor did you kill all of the students. Thank God. <laughs> but you know what? All in all, a successful outing. And Vassal gives you the promised reward of 250 talents each. Um, and you have saved Waterdeep once again from a cult. Um, so good job. Ooh. And also... I'm a little mad that Laura got two <laughs> critical so hits in that in <laughs> one uh, turn, but uh, I'll it's to, fine. I'll go to Laura right at the very, once everything's resolved. Yeah. Like, ah, Laura, hey, down here, uh, real quick. Yes. So, like, you, you're an elf, right? Yeah. And you just are like, you're incredible. Like, killing people like you're almost as cool as Krug thanks what's what's it like cool. being you know killing people oh no, no. um like how old are you I'm pretty old wow actually no I'm not that old <laughs> Okay, how I'm old? Probably like 30. Holy You're shit, baby. you're old. You're a baby for elves. I'm like, like I really don't have any experience compared you're to 30? Like my parents and their parents. How old are your parents? Like, I don't know. It's your character. How old are your parents? Elves have a life expectancy in this world of about 750 years. When do they have children? Whenever they damn well okay. please. Um, they're here. You know what? Whenever they're fine. have a series of, of sub-100 pregnancies, so I know my, like, great-great-great-great-great-grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Whoa. Do you... I'm pretty sure I only lived to be like 20. Oh. So, what are you trying to do? Well, can you keep a secret? It's not 20. Oh, no. No, it's not. <laughs> Anyway, continue. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know who I would tell. Well, I... I think it would be really cool to be an elf. It, it is pretty cool. You don't have to sleep. You get to live for so long. Yeah. You see a lot And, like, I, I don't. And that seems kind of shitty. Yeah. Well, what do you need... 
in order to do that? Well, <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm hoping to come across some like magic that'll mm. okay. change me. Do you have any leads? Um, I stole this magic wand. Got it. Okay. Well, I'm like, like, I'm pretty young, right? I'm like two and a half. So I've got like a lot of time, but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can I make a nature check for an animal handling check? <laughs> 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 Oh, well, that's a natural one. Oh, yeah, you've got plenty of time. Oh, my gosh. For those that don't know, in the chat. Raccoon is <laughs> <laughs> two to three years. Yeah. I'm sure this line of work will, like, definitely uh, stretch out your uh, lifespan. I mean, For that's why I signed up. Yeah. If you learn anything and want to like share with me, mm -hmm. like I'll go ask my dad. Oh my god, that would be can I meet him? How old is he? Like a million years old? No. He's like a hundred. That's such a big number. <laughs> yeah, that would be we could all go. Yeah. yeah. Great. With that, you go. You uh, we will call it here. Um, <laughs> upon learning that Tanor is two and a half years old. Oh my god! Uh, thank you all for watching. Um, we will see you next time. Hopefully, back with the main campaign. Um. But we will revisit these characters again in the future, I am sure. So thank you all for watching, and thank you all for playing, and we will see you next time. Have a good night, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.